0: Without question, prayer changes things. It gets us into the throne room of God where he holds out the scepter and says, Ask what you will. Make a plea and uh, I will listen to your request. Thank God for that privilege. Thank God for that opportunity. Wouldn't it be bad to live in this world without being able to touch the other world and to talk to God? Prayer is our communion to God. Petition is a presentation and plea for our own needs. Intercession is a presentation and plea for somebody else's needs. Communion with God does something to us. Petition does something for us. Intercession does something through us. Prayer is everybody's gift and privilege. A lot of times people sigh because they can't do great things. But I'll tell you, prayer is the greatest thing anybody can do. Thank God for that opportunity. James 5, 16 said, The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. I say more is accomplished by prayer than any other communication. You can text all day. But five minutes of prayer get more things done than all day of texting. Because you're praying to the right person. Oh, aren't you glad you know his name? Whatever we ask in Jesus' name, believe in, expect to receive it. Some things, however, will not And cannot be changed except for prayer. Some things won't be changed. Cannot be changed except for prayer. You ever tried doing some things and it just didn't work? But you called on God. He heard your prayer and changed things for you. Let me ask you, do you have a need tonight, wherever you may be? Do you have a need? you have a problem, a challenge, a sickness, a financial trouble, or whatever it may be? I'm telling you, call on the Lord and see what he will do. The disciples did not ask Jesus, if you will, how to play an instrument. And thank the Lord for all our good workers here tonight, playing and singing and broadcasting and whatever. But the disciples didn't ask Jesus how to play an instrument, how to sing, how to teach, how to preach. But he said, teach us to pray. Not how to pray, but teach us to pray. I suggest that if you pray, then you'll learn how to pray. Practice makes perfect. Oh, God, and a lot of us need some practice, don't we? The matter at hand in this message, however, is not what God gets for us, but what God does to us and in us. I talked about prayer prayer changes things, but the crux of my message tonight is prayer changes the prayer sometimes things do not need to be changed but the prayer needs to be changed habakkuk said it this way in verse chapter 1 verse 2 through 4 O Lord, how long shall I cry, and thou wilt not hear? Even cry out unto thee a violence, and thou wilt not save. Why dost thou show me iniquity, or trouble, if you will, and cause me to behold grievance? For spoiling and violence are before me, and there are that rays of strife and contention. Therefore the law is slacked, and judgment doth never go forth. For the wicked doth compass about the righteous, therefore wrong judgment proceedeth. Let's drop down to the 16th verse. And he said, When I heard, my belly trembled, my lips quivered at the voice. Rottenness entered into my bones, and I trembled in myself, that I might rest in the day of trouble. When he cometh up unto the people, he will invade them with his troops." He goes on to say in the 17th verse, Although the fig trees shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines. The labor of the olives shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. He is first asking, how long, Lord, am I going to have to cry? You know what? If we just knew how long, it might not be as hard for us to get through it. There's Some things God does not tell us is how long. Sometimes he does not answer the question why. But I find out if I know... That that train is going to move in five minutes. I ain't it, but I don't know, so I'm fussing. I'm beating the steering wheel. <laughs> but and, and and you know, if I knew it was twenty minutes, I'd just look at my watch and count it off and give. But I don't know. Some things in life we just don't know how long. Some things in life we don't know why. I got news for you. The secret things belong to the Lord. Some things it's not any of our business. God just allows us to be tried with not knowing how long or why. But Habakkuk complained of the iniquity of the land. How many times do I have to pray, God? How long shall I cry? Looks like he doesn't hear sometimes. And he says, thou will not hear, it says. Now, everything seems like going wrong. Cause me to behold grievance or labor or toil or distress or misery. That's what it meant. And, and etc. cetera. The common fruits of sin, whatever they are, labor and toil and distress. It even alludes to robbery. Oh, how life seems to rob us of things that are dear to us. Sometimes our health. Sometimes our finances. Sometimes our friendships are robbed from us. How long is this going to go on, God? Spoiling and violence are before me. Habakkuk just kept on. They raise up strife contention against me. What I do fails. Bad things are happening to me. You ever said that? The economy is bad. Work looks like it's not going to get better. And I'm sick on top of that. And I can't find any help. What am I going to do? Nobody else has had it this bad is, is our attitude sometimes. And we look for that equal wrongs amendment instead of equal rights amendment. If I'm going to have to go through with it, why, somebody, why aren't everybody else having to go through it? He went on to say in Habakkuk 2, 1 through 4, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and will watch to see what he will say to me and and what I shall answer when I am reproved. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it shall surely come. It will not tarry. Behold, his soul which is lifted up, is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Not, we're not going to live by what happens, good or bad, but we're going to walk by faith, and we're going to live by faith. Whether it looks like our prayer is going to get answered or not, sometimes it has to change the pray. Come on, help me. Sometimes it has to change the prayer. When my belly, when I heard verse sixteen eighteen, my belly trembled. In, my, in other words, my stomach did flip-flops. You know what that means. He said, my lips quivered at the voice. I stammered and I stuttered. You didn't know what to say. Couldn't get it out of your mouth right. And uh, rottenness entered in my bones. My bones turned to water. And uh, I trembled in myself. I staggered and stumbled. And, and then uh, he said, I, 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 I want to be able to rest in the day of trouble. He cried, if you will, until his heart broke. Sometimes we have to pray that way until we get a broken and a contrite spirit. If things don't change, we have to change. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither going to be fruit in the vines. The labor of the olives shall fail. The field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold. There shall be no herd in the stalls. Six things. Although six things didn't happen and the produce wasn't right. No blossom, no fruit, no olives, no meat, no flocks, no herd in the stall. Looks like every, every category of this represents something in our lives. You follow me? Yeah. Yet, he said, I will rejoice. I will joy in the God of my salvation. At first, he complained. But since he prayed, he rejoiced. Right. Yes. 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 Prayer changes the prayer. Yes, and sometimes, maybe, just sometimes, that's the reason we go through things and do not get our doesn't get our prayer answer like we want it. It's not because God doesn't want to take care of us. It's because God wants to change us instead of stuff. Isn't that right? It's amazing how prayer can change our disposition and our attitude. What a display of resignation and confidence when he said, Although or yet I will rejoice. He saw that evil was at hand and unavoidable but he submitted to the dispensation of God. Prayer did not change the circumstances. The six nose didn't change, but it changed the prayer. The answer to our prayer oftentimes takes place in the heart and in the mind of the prayer, not out effect affecting everything else, but it changes us. Oh, God, let's lift up our hands and say, God, Help me to receive this tonight. I don't know who I'm preaching this to, but I believe God's trying to speak to somebody. You can get a peace in your mind about your problem by talking to God. Circumstance may not be altered, but you can feel different about it. Our happiness and success depends on how we handle our disappointment and our denials of what we want. Job was a perfect man. A man that was perfect and upright, one that feared God and eschewed evil or hated evil. His oxen and asses taken away, his servants were slain, and the servant said, The fire of God burned up 7,000 sheep and servants. Whether God did or not, he blamed God. Some, th- some things you don't even blame on the devil, much less God. We blame a lot of things on sin. But the uh, devil gets more credit than probably he, he, he he's due. Sometimes we bring stuff on ourselves. Isn't that right? But God was blamed. Chaldeans fell on 3,000 camels, took them and slew the servants. While, while, while Job was listening, there came another one, another servant telling him one thing. And then after that, another servant came. Seven thousand sheep and servants. Another, another one, three thousand camels. Another one said the uh, Sabians fell on five hundred yoke of oxen, five hundred she asses. Took them, and a storm came, and a wind from the wilderness, and slew seven sons and three daughters. You talking about all in a day? I'd be wondering why, Lord, and how much of this can I stand, right? To Job, it looked like he was as far down as he could get. Then Job arose. Watch this: Job 1:20 20 and 22. Job arose, rent his mantle, shaved his head, fell down on the ground, and worshipped. Oh, you thinking about it? Think about it. Worship helps a lot of things. It doesn't change things, but it helps you. That's why you need to come to God's house all the time you can come. We have to worship our way through a lot of stuff. We have to outshout the doubt sometimes, don't we? That'd preach right there, wouldn't it? And you know what he did? He fell down on the ground after all this happened, fell down on the ground and worshiped and said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb. I had nothing when I come. That's the way I'm going to return. The Lord gave, and the Lord had taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You know what he did? He worshiped. It did not change the circumstances, but it changed the worshiper. And he said, Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all of this, Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. sin sinned not with his lips. Let me tell you something. You can think a lot of things, but you better not say a lot of things. And if you keep on thinking it, you might say it. So sometimes we have to gird up the loins of our minds and not blame God for everything. That's not all that happened to Job. So, so Satan, uh, so went Satan, Job 2 7. So went Satan forth from the presence of the Lord, smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his feet to his crown. He took a potsherd to scrape himself withal and he sat down among the ashes. Then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thine integrity? Curse God and die. But he said, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? You ever asked your companion, What? That's what he did. Shall we receive good at the hand of God and shall not we receive evil? In all this did not Job sin with his lips. Keep your mouth shut sometimes. Right? When you think a lot of things, you better not say everything you think. But he, she said, just curse God and die. You know what his answer was? What do you what do you talk about? Don't you see all the things that God has blessed us with all these years? Greatest man, I, he was the greatest man of the east. Yeah. Miss Job, don't you see that we received a lot of good things at the hand of God? And if that's not, you know, that's that's fine and good. But if we're gonna receive good things, we might as well expect. To receive some evil things, not necessarily sin. That's not what that necessarily means there. Evil does mean sin in some cases. But right here, it means, if you will, it means adverse circumstances. We're going to go through some adverse circumstances in life, ladies and gentlemen. We're living in this arena called life. It's the curse of Adam and Eve. We're going to face it. Our portion, however, is not in this world. Everybody else can have their fun and pleasure and look like they're having a good time. They're really not compared to what we're having. But our portion is in the other world. That's right. In all this did not Job sin with his lips. Oh, I like it in verse 13 and 15. Though he slay me, not somebody else, but even if God slays me, yet will I Trust in Him. You're talking about prayer changing, not things. But it helped the prayer. But I will maintain mine own ways before Him. Though things may not get changed here in this life. Job said it like this in 1925. For I know that my Redeemer liveth. And that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. Don't ever forget, in your lowest times, God's still alive and he's still in charge. I know my Redeemer, I'm going to be redeemed. I'm going to be bought out of here one of these days. I'm going to be bought back. We belong to God to start with, we don't belong in this sin cursed world. having and Eva sat in a garden of Eden. But because of their wrong, they was cast out, if you will. But we're going to get back to a to a paradise one of these days because our Redeemer lives. Listen to David. David was a man after God's own heart, Psalm 6, 73, two, 2 and 3. But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well now slipped, for I was envious at the... Foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. It looked like the kings around him were a- prospering with no intentions on serving God, but David was having some struggles. The economy in his land, if you will, was, was perhaps bad. And then he went on to say in 16 and through 18 of 73, verse, uh, Psalm 73, When I thought to know this, it was too painful for me when I saw all the Rest of the world having a good time and enjoying their lives, and I was struggling. And sometimes we can get that mentality I'm the only one struggling, right? When I thought to know this, it was too painful for me until what did it say? Help me out. I went to the sanctuary of God. That's verse 17. Until I went to the sanctuary of God, then understood I therein. What are you saying? His circumstances did not change, but he changed because he got to church. Church helps a lot of stuff. If it doesn't change, it changes us, the pray-er. Just let me get to church. Everything's going to be all right if I can get back to church. You're watching online tonight. It's going to be all right one of these days. Get back in church. Things are going to get better. We're not always going to have coronavirus or whatever it is. Right? It's going to get all right. Somebody asked a man one time if it had been raining days Asked the other guy, he said, Reckon's ever gonna quit raining? The guy looked back at him and said, It always has. <laughs> it's gonna get better. But until that time, hip it to change us, to accept what we have to receive. Paul said in Philippians 4 11, not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am. Therewith be content. Sometimes we have to accept life as it is. If we can't change it, we have to accept it. Prayer changes the prayer. Tough time living right? Have you tried praying? Sometimes the only thing that needs changing is you and I. Relationships. Perhaps it's you that needs changing, not the other person that you have having a problem with. Ooh. Right? I find out if I have a relation problem with somebody, if I pray about it, it gets better. Probably he don't change or she don't change, but I change. My daddy... I wish you guys could have known Daddy and Mother. Daddy was a little old guy about this tall, about 110 pounds. Some of you know him, knew him. And a hard worker, he didn't work fast, but he worked steady. I don't know if he did anything fast, maybe except preaching. And he he would preach an hour every time he got behind a pulpit, pretty much. Brother Brad, you remember that? Didn't even look at his watch either. He didn't have one of those deals like Brother V uses here. But he could pretty much preach an hour every time he come to the pulpit. Daddy was a praying man. The log tells that back there. But uh, Mother asked Daddy one time to fix the screen on the screen porch. We probably didn't have air conditioning, but you left the, the door open with the screen door on it. That way you could get a little breeze through. And she asked Daddy to fix the screen. He didn't want to. He huffed off. I ain't fixing no screen door or whatever. I don't know who's busy or what it might have been. But you know what he said? He said he went and prayed and come back and fix the screen. <laughs> Joanna, is that true? That, that's, a, that's a true story, isn't it? What are you saying, Brother Wilson? I'm saying the best thing we can do is pray, and it'll help us fix the screen door <laughs> or whatever our challenge is, right? Joab said, if you get me, you're going to have to pull me from the altar. He had his hands on the horns of the altar. The things that needs to be considered first and the most is often left until last or until everything else fails. Why don't we try praying first instead of last? Right? Jacob prayed until. He said, I'll not let thee go until thou bless me. Jacob was the one that went away changed. Remember him wrestling with the angel? You remember that story? He left with a different walk. His style was out of joint, if you will. He dragged that leg. I got a feeling people knew where Jacob had been because every time he walked, he dragged that leg. It showed that he was changed in that wrestle with the angel. I imagine there was a trail. In the sand, Brother Benny, wherever where he went, people could tell where Jacob had been. That's Jacob's walk. Oh, God, I, wouldn't it be wonderful? I don't want God to have to cripple me to get me to leave a mark on society. But help me, God, to be changed to be able to do what you want me to do. He pray that We pray for many things, and God didn't change them. Again, some things he may not change, but he can change us to accept it. Matthew 26. Here we find Jesus praying. Verse 36. Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane and saith unto his disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. Sometimes we have to go a little farther and pray. Right? yonder and pray. Verse 39 said, he went a little further. Sometime we have to go yonder. Sometime we have to go further. Fell on his face and prayed saying, oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Watch this now. Nevertheless, he prayed long enough to say, nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. He went again the second time and prayed, saying, Sometime we have to go again and pray, O oh, my Father, if this cup may not pass from me except I drink it, it, thy will be done. And he left them and went again, away again and prayed the third time, saying the same words, thy will be done. Then cometh he to his disciples said, and said to them, Sleep on now and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is, is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Even Jesus did not get his prayer answered the way he first asked. Our destiny depended on his death. Aren't you glad he went on to say, not my will, but thy will be done. I had a dear friend. Uh, He was... 35 years older than me. He was my daddy's age, or, or close to it. His name was Brother J.L. Pipkin. Very few of you here today know it, knew him. But he was a great preacher, pastored at Blue Mountain Church. I think started that church, actually, in Blue Mountain, after he left here at Bethlehem. He and Sister Pipkin had several children, and... Uh, his youngest daughter and her entire family, four of them, killed at one time. Brother Pipkin's daughter, son-in-law, and two grandchildren. A drunk hit them. I believe the car caught on fire. Nevertheless, God—they uh, were—they were killed. Could God brought them back? Sure. God can do a lot of things, but he didn't. I looked at that. I was there at the funeral that day, and I preached the funeral this year of the man that preached that funeral, Brother Mayo. Brother Mayo preached about the sovereignty of God. God has his own will. He has his own way. and God does things according to his plan. And I watched and I looked at four caskets across the front of that auditorium there in Blue Mountain Church. I watched Brother Pipkin walk out that door with a picture, I guess, of the entire family in his hand. He said, this is all I've got. Sad day. Sad thing. Don't you know Brother Pipkin and Sister Pipkin would love to have had that prayer, a prayer to change that situation? But God didn't bring them back to life. What did Brother and Sister Pipkin have to do? They had to pray so they could be changed. And you know what? They lived for God the rest of their lives. Served God, he pastored, she was pastor's wife, and went out serving the Lord. Prayer didn't change things, but it changed them to give them grace and strength and hope to go on. God's wisdom, listen, God's wisdom forbids him to answer some prayers the way we want it. Shall I say that again? Put this down in your little cranium or big one, whatever it is. God's wisdom forbids him to answer some prayer, some prayers, the way we want it answered. Your little child wants to play with that knife? No. You forbid that. He knows it's not good for us them so he refuses to allow some things in our lives because it would be to our detriment so what do we have to do accept it and say thank you Jesus and go on that's what the just shall live by faith the serenity prayer says God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change courage to change the things I can and wisdom to know the difference Somebody ought to lift their hands here tonight and say, Thy will be done. Give me grace, God. Give me hope. The psalmist said in 42, 3 through 5, My tears have been my meat day and night while they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with a multitude. I went with them to the house of God with a voice of joy and praise. With a multitude that kept holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall. Help me out. For I shall yet praise Him for the help of His countenance. I'm going to yet praise you. Whatever happens, yet I'm going to praise you. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Prayer changes things, but sometimes it changes the prayer. That The song that says, I've seen the righteous men suffer. And it looked like the wicked would go free. And in my frustration, it just didn't seem right to me. I asked you for sunshine, but you sent a rain. I cried for healing. I only got pain. But I know your love will see me through, Lord. I still trust you. I still trust you, Lord i still trust you lord though you're able to guide me through this dry barren land and when i don't know which way to turn or go i still trust you lord Let me hold to your hand. Oh, yes, that ought to be our prayer. It says, I trust you because you've been so faithful to me. You said in your word, I'll never leave nor forsake thee. Lo, I'll go with you until the end. Your blood has cleansed me from all guilt and sin. Your promise I can hold on to. Lord, I love you. Trust in you. Stand with me. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Sister Pat, do you feel like just coming up here and doing an acapella on that for me? Lord, I still trust you. Is there a mic you can get for her right quick? Just let her stand down here. You got a mic for her? Oh, yes. Listen to this verse again. I've seen the righteous man suffer pain. And it looked like the wicked would go, go free. free. And in Amen. my frustration, it just didn't seem right to me. I ask you for sunshine, but you sent a rain. I cried for healing. I only got pain. But I know your love will see me through. Lord, I, I still trust
1: you. trust you. I still trust you, Lord. I still trust you, Lord, that you're able to guide me through this dry, barren land. And when I don't know just which way to turn. Let me home. Oh
0: him tonight. I believe we can. If we we can trust anybody, we can trust God. Praise God. Why don't you lift up your neighbor in prayer right now? Why don't you lift up your brother in prayer, your sister in prayer, your family in prayer. God, help us. Help us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Give us grace. Touch my brother and sister. Touch their families. Touch our families. Keep us together in one accord. Help us to serve you with all our heart, mind, and soul. In Jesus' name, Jesus' name. A few people have this COVID virus. Keep praying for them. Sister Joy, Sister Joy, Joy Joyner just had a terrible situation happen to her uh, today or just some hours ago. Let's pray that the Lord would touch her heart and uh, and bring it back to normal. Let everything be good so they can be back in church. Will you do that? Let's pray for her right now. Jesus, thank you for healing many times. Will you heal such a joy, God, that the healing virtue flow. Will you take care of her? Whatever the situation is, you're able. We believe you and we trust you and know that you're going to do the right thing for her. That's for the Billy and all of those around him. In Jesus' name, save and touch those with covid Give them grace and strength to overcome. In Jesus' name, amen. Don't forget Sunday morning, Sunday night. If you feel comfortable, come on to church and let's see what the Lord will do. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.